All right, we got a we got a big episode today. We got the game coming in, but we got Brad. Brad sitting in today. Ooh, I'm ready, man. Comment. Got... You guys have always been asking Brad to to sit in on the pod. So yes. I thought uh I thought it'd be good to have you on the game too, because you love you love like the rap shit too, right? Street violence, yeah. I'm big into street violence. Big into street violence. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Why does, I'm kidding. What does street violence have to do with the game? No, I'm just saying because like he came, you know, he's that's they Did say. You do your research for this one. What? You do some research for this one? No, no, dude. No. You sent me questions. Didn't read them. No, I didn't read any of them. <laughs> They're probably trash yeah. from Jacob. Are you going to UFC this weekend? I don't think so. You are. I thought you were. I am. <laughs> you are. Oh shit! I, <laughs> Yo, I, I, I didn't. All right, I don't know. There's a know. list of seats for Steve, and your name's on it. Okay, shit. I guess I'm going there. Mine wasn't um, on there, but yours weren't on there. No, yeah. mine wasn't on that one. Um, I, there's some funny stuff about me in the game. We're Eskimo Bros a few times. Really? Oh, yeah. Name drop out. one time. I'm not. I'm gonna do it when he's here, dude. I'm gonna do it when he's here. Really? Like, is yeah. it that chick How do you on the know billboard that, or no? No, there's one for sure because he rapped about her. I'm gonna ask if it's like he actually got the kill. I'm gonna ask. Let's see, I don't know. Black China? No, no. Um, is she black? No, Vita Guerra. She's Latina. But how do you know that he... Oh, because he rapped about it? Yes, yes. And I dated her for like a year and a half, two years. Who do you think lays the better wood? Uh, listen, buddy. <laughs> you think so? You think you outpumped the game? That's what I heard. Whoa. Oh, no fucking heard. chance. Well, ho hold on. I can't even tell you guys this because this is going... I can't... Literally off camera, I can't even tell you guys this. It's actually kind of embarrassing. I can't... I can't even tell you. What? There's this much... You're going to trip out when I tell you this. Well, what is it, bro? I can't tell you on camera. Like, this is like... I can't even tell this. I can't even snitch on myself on this. With this chick? Yes. Yes. All right. Well, then let's talk about it later. I, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to talk about it later. I'm sorry. Yeah. This one's too deep. This so just one deep. chick or is there multiple? There's multiple. I feel like the game's fucking ran through LA. Yeah. Be I mean, I think so. I kind of want to talk to I'm going to ask him about the game, this, man. Yeah. The guy's a fucking Like he's legend, probably bro. fucking pulled from here many times from Hyde. Easily. What? Yeah. I mean, of course. Yeah. The game's just like a fucking legend too, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's 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 been in it. He's been in it from for a very, very long time. So like, are you going to you, you I thought you were going to UFC this weekend. Apparently. I didn't know. I haven't talked to Steve about it. Dude, Sean's fighting. Well, I have to go. Sugar's fighting. Yeah. That Ooh, would, who do you, you got would be the weekend, guy that doesn't go for that. Oh, Sugar's definitely winning. What'd you say? Nothing. Go ahead. What? I didn't say anything. Just go ahead. Were you talking shit about me? No, I wasn't. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, what did he say? He said you would be the guy to show up to that one. No, not show up, but it's okay. No, I'm definitely showing up to that. No, Sugar's for sure winning. Like, I have no doubt that he's winning. Like, I did steak, 50K parlay, Sugar, and Izzy. Oh, you're going to win both those, for sure. I hope. I don't both know. individually don't have Izzy good odds, but me together sometimes. it was like 1.75X. So I locked that in right before I left. You're winning both those, easily. Well, it's a parlay. Yeah. Damn, bro. Yeah, I, I was. We I spent too much time in Mexico. Way how how was the that? How is the gambling when you're in Mexico uh, with steak? It's it, listen. I, it's fun gambling on steak with Steve. But, wow, fuck that! You get so stressed out. Bro. Okay, for me it's different because like we have different bankrolls. You know what I'm saying? Steve has a different bankroll. I I have to play way more sweaty. Like I have like way more conservative, and it kind of sucks a little bit. But you know, what well, what were you betting? Like what what spins? <sighs> uh, if we're talking about slots, like I don't know. Uh, 50 to 100 maybe no. 50 to 100 50 dollar spins bro you gotta up that no you shit, were bro. not what the you gotta fuck? fucking up that shit, yeah bro. but it's like you gotta hit a 20k no spin. but his he reacts the same way as if you lost 50k because he's like loves money and he's so cheap but if you lose 50k <laughs> this asshole loses 50 dollars he's having the same reaction i lose 75 bucks i'm like god damn it's it. terrible to be around bro but yeah. have you hit a big slot yet 
Yeah, well, in in comparison, I did. I got a um. What did I get? Remember, remember what I hit before we left? It was like six seven k, which was big for six, me. Six seven. Six seven k. Because I don't. Yeah, he's dogging me. No, but hold on. We don't bet the same though. We don't but bet. You got to you got to know what it's bigger, like bro. to hit like an hundred k spin. I could. I have. Then, I have yeah. in the past. I have in the past. I don't bet super big. I'm more conservative. Who the fuck is watching you? You bet fifty bucks, bro. <laughs> exactly. Bro, when we were in Canada, we went to we went to like this small town, London, Ontario, and we were tasting Happy Dad. Okay. And then after we went out for for a few drinks, we went to a bar, opened the laptop, fruit party, first spin, ten oh. k, like first spin, ten k, live at the 160K. bar, hundred and sixty k. Yeah, what? It was smash. crazy, bro. It was crazy. It was insane, first spin, bro. Was it on stream? It was just you just, just not even no, on stream. But we had a video of it. Took a wow. video. Of it. it was crazy. Those are the best moments, man. Fuck. What I else just, did I, you guys do out there? Anything? Mexico? You and Steve? You just stream or hit the no, gym? No, dude. It's, it's like we go there. It's like stream, workout, stream, workout. That's it. It's just like gambling, Not workout, bad, eating. How's the crib there? Is there is there like birds there and shit or no? Like nah. in Mexico, in Cancun? No. no. So here's the deal with that. This is interesting. You got to bring right? birds. We've right? had some hooky nights. No. This is the interesting part. There's like, it feels like in, in that area, it's like almost everyone who lives there is like, it's like cartel. Oh, shit. So all the girls are super bad. But you're like, but you don't want to fuck them. Exactly. Yeah, like maybe I don't approach this one. <clears throat> Why? Because then there's somebody will come after you. I don't know, dude. What the fuck? I'm not. I'm not from Mexico like that. I'm not. What I'm you, not trying to dude, fuck with he's them. he's kind of like bullshit. When we used to go there, no, he's lying. We, he's we had a squad lie. of four hookies, going. and you know this too, Jacob. We had a squad of four hookies that we would hang out with every single time. Okay. They were like in our group, bro. That was Cabo, though. That <laughs> it was, was Cabo. crazy. That was Cabo. Oh, that was Cancun, bro. I'm telling you. Oh, it was yes. Oh, well, we're Eskimo bros from that. No, we're not. Yes, we no. are. I got to tell the story too. about you thinking you were fucking Johnny Sins over I was. there. Was Johnny? I know, imagine Sins a hooker goes from fucking Steiny to Brad or Brad to Steiny. Yeah, <laughs> fucking huge upgrade when they come to see. Yeah, it's huge fucking the king. never happened. Yo, wait, did, but <laughs> there was a time when I got we had three hookies there, and no, it was four. Four. You had four. Four there. Steve bailed. Who else bailed? Jacob's not like into that. I don't know what his deal is. I went to sleep. He's in a Gabe or some shit. I don't know, but he's in a Gabe for sure. And then uh, he goes to sleep. So I had to hang out with three of them. This is a true. Hold on. This is a true yeah. story. Honest so, to God. Uh, I had to please all three of them no. at one time. No. Yeah, I did, bro. Yeah, I did. He smashed three hookies. No, up. he's two. lying. Two down. at once. Two at once. And then oh. Jacob like had a heart okay, to heart with two. one on the balcony. And it was like, <laughs> dude, the whole. Yeah, no, this is true. He uh, Jacob had to pull an audible for Steiny and take the girl to the outside to like distract her, I guess. Jacob's not into that. So he's like, I don't want to do it. Steiny did handle two. I don't know how well he handled two, but I Insane. know. I don't think so. They were fired up, bro. Like, it was probably like Steiny, hotel. Steiny's the type of guy that has to put in work, though. Like, he puts in work in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, sure. like he tells me. Like, no. no, he's not a lazy guy in the bedroom. Oh, no. he definitely, definitely not. Like, no. he can't be, right? Like, no. Like, Brad, what the you, fuck is that supposed to be? Well, Brad to be? could be kind of lazy. Like, you yeah. know Why I mean? can Brad be lazy? Like, you gotta, you gotta put in work. I can kind of go Me too. Like I gotta put in work, too. Like, I can't just fuck around in there. Like, you gotta put in some work. Yeah. You don't wanna not, you don't wanna, like, not put in work and not have a good session yeah they i guess stoked. i don't think i can tell you like the people at the hotel were stoked for me everybody knew about it, it was, no no it was <laughs> no one knew about this no one else knew about this right. but us whatever no yeah, one at the hotel was like yeah it's tiny the mex that's the difference between the canada trips and the mexico trips yeah. Canada Bro, oh, trips, you gotta come to mexico you hang out with like normal people regular people in Mexico, you you're a complete degenerate. Yeah. Oh, we just Whoa. went we just went crazy, bro. Yeah, it was fucking we went nuts, bro. Crazy. Yeah, you would have had a great time. What's the best part in Canada though? Besides, I mean, Canada's dope though, regardless. Toronto's dope. Women. I think next time we're gonna do Vancouver. Yeah. I've never been to Vancouver. Toronto has really beautiful girls in like a great night scene, surprisingly. 
Uh, isn't Toronto Toronto's kind of like LA vibes? You came once. Yeah, but is it? Yeah. Not yeah, it's really. LA vibes. No, not really. New York. But vibes? people are nicer though. Yeah, people are nicer there, but they're fucking not like LA. Not that bright. Fucking kind of mean. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Oh, then LA, yeah, they're way nicer in Canada, bro. Yeah, way nicer. I stole one of Steiny's birds in in Toronto. Just trip. Of course. Yeah. What do you mean? What was? Oh, I mean, it just sounds. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. That fucking. Let's talk hurts. about it. <laughs> now let's All go right, into fine. it. Fine. Tell your fucking version. No, I no actually I think I don't know what you did. I think you just made out with her. Okay. But th- this was my this was my second kill of the night. So well, I already, maybe I just I made out with her. Took down a bird, and then it was like you know when you just want that round two, like you're just on fire. Yeah. And the bird just walks up to you, but I I asked I think Steiny had already made out with her. Yeah. So I asked him like, did you already like did you smash her? And I was, he's like, nah. He's like, you gotta you gotta do it and shit. I was like, all right. So then I just took her down, but Steiny had tried previously, and she said she doesn't fuck on the first night. Okay, that's yeah, that's the most common. That's like the most classic. She told me though. She what? She blew me. She blew no, she you. Did not. And she's fucking that's making out with Kyle. Yeah, I knew you were trying yeah, to go that's there. Right. And, uh, that was lie. my whole plan. Lie, lie, I'm lie. not gonna bang her because then Kyle's gonna go for her and then he's what? gonna. No, no, my okay. Dick. Now you gotta answer a question. You just ran yourself <laughs> into this. Lying. Do you honestly think a girl's gonna suck your dick and not fuck you? No, I wanted that because then I knew Kyle was gonna go for her and it'd be like a flex. You're she's lying. lying. Yeah, he already admitted that he's. I am lying. Yeah, it's whatever though. Shit happens. Why do you think it didn't work out by it? Why do you think it didn't work out for you? I don't know, bro. So I, I swear these chicks like come there on a mission and they're like, yo, I want to take down the top dog. And like yes. she had. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she like the whole time knew that at the end of the night she was trying to fuck Kyle. Yeah. Steiny so wheels probably. though. Steiny wheels like an animal. Yeah. No, I know. I've seen him. Yeah. I've seen him. Yeah. Seen him in Miami a few times. So it was still a successful night for me, just not with her. Oh, Shit was happens. it? I think you're lying about no. the rest of that part. Ask Gabe. Gabe couldn't sleep that yeah, night. Like you and Gabe, that's not no, counting. No, no, no. Yeah, like okay. that. Whoa. You couldn't sleep well after. No, I don't mean with Yo, Gabe. Yo, you walked but... into that, buddy. No, bro. Bro, my chick was going crazy. Please Gabe leave that sleep. in. That's whatever. No. Yeah? It was rough? Sound like, sound like the fucking time of her life, bro. So, yeah. Time of her life? It was a fun-ass trip. This. Not. I'm Describe it. I'm done talking about this shit. Give us some ASMR. No, it was a fun-ass trip. That's all you need to know. Fun trip, huh? We'd like to have you on the next one. I'd love to Brad's be a great guy to have around, bro, because he never drinks too much. Yeah. So he's always very locked in. And Brad likes to wheel. He likes to wheel, it. but he's also I love, like... I love how Brad likes to he wheel. He looks out for everybody. Yeah, that's true. It's the best... One of your best qualities. But like, he disappears quick, though, too. Like what? at the sand. Yeah, because he just points at the like, hottest Brad chick. Brad just and gets then, in, grabs a bird, dips. <laughs> gone. You point at the hottest chick, and then she's like, fuck, what's this guy going to do to me if I don't fuck him? <laughs> yeah. Yo, yo, <laughs> that's like pissed funny. off, like pointing. Yeah, like, that's funny. <laughs> Yeah. No, but, that's not true, bro. No, it's not. That's You're not good, dude. I, I do really look out, though, for the boys, for sure. You do. 100%. I've always done that. There's been <laughs> times like, when I'm like, yo, uh, what the fuck's our security doing? And Brad's doing the job. And I'm like, damn, this is lit. Yeah. Like, going out in Miami with Brad's a fucking nice, nice thing to have. Yeah, it's fun. I love it, man. Well, we got to run Vegas big this weekend, then. Ah, oh, bro, man. I can't even drink You know more. Sugar's going to want to send, too, if he wins. When he's, he wins. Here he is. He's got a winning. club thing after <clears throat> at Resort World. I'm down. Same place we went last time. Remember that last time? That was so fun, bro. Yeah, it was a Zook. lot of fun. Zook. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, like, I, I... Do you guys think Vegas has changed over the years? Yeah, it's not as fun well, as it's it not used as to be, I don't think. Why? There's never know. that many girls there. That's what we there's were talking never, about. There's never a lot of birds in Vegas. It's a common misconception. I will it's like, say. Dude, it's a, I think it's because a place dudes think like, oh, this is where the girls are going to be. So, so yeah. many dudes yeah. go there. So it's just a bunch take of over. It's, it's a hooker town. Yeah. If anything. I think that... If you're gonna club. catch a squad of girls, it's gonna be like a bachelorette party. Or like you gotta, you gotta get lucky. Yeah, you gotta get lucky. Like Miami, you know, like yeah, Miami, you're good. There's birds there. There's at always all the time. girls. There's yeah. always chicks in Miami. But Vegas is in New York. It's hit or miss. 
right? I think. Yeah. But Why? then again, it is summer now. You don't know how it's going to be. It's, I know pool parties more lit. Just because of the pool parties? Yeah, I feel like a lot of people go for that. Man, dude, I have some funny pool party stories. What's wait? What's what do you think has changed then? <clears throat> COVID obviously know. took a hit on it a little yeah. bit, right? I think COVID affected just in general, like people going to events. But you I like think, LA now, or do I like LA? LA fucking uh, sucks now. I mean, bro. overall, it's a shithole, bro. Yeah, I mean, it we're just talk, changed. We're really talking about it. Yeah, do I really like LA? Not, not so much, man. Sit in for a yeah, second, Gabe. Come on, come in for a second. It really made sense though when you were like, "Oh shit, Gabe's you have really him? trying to make a difference though." I, he I, really wants to. Dude, bro, we hit McDonald's last night. Bro, I ago. want you to, though. So man. what happened is we brought up a, a trainer this, this last tour that we did. Okay. It was like for three weeks, I think, two weeks. And that helps a lot. The guy was a fucking... I, I couldn't eat shit because he was, I was fucking grabbing that shit, but... Is he in shape? Not really. No, he's trainer. a good guy. He's a good guy. You trying to... You trying to I, he puts us through good, work, good yeah, workouts. But then I... For... It's be, Coke for me is like... Coca-Cola for me is hard to cut it off. And I can say I've been a monster with no Coca Cola. Why is it so hard to cut that off, though? I don't know. Because it's, it's like, people a, get it's like a Brazilian soda, thing. Bro. Like, no, no he he's not. We don't. Sodas, his frappuccinos. In oh, Brazil, yeah. we, like, we don't Starbucks, drink. he's getting the whipped Pops cream. A lot. Like, yeah, you can't get those. And dude, you were hitting That's a two liter a from the bottle. Boys, this episode is sponsored by Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is an all in one e commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you're inspired to start a new business venture this year, you guys gotta try Shopify. Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. So whether you're offering custom stickers from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling sunglasses on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. By now it's clear, you boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy dad gear hosted on our website. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you wanna grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today. Huh? You were drinking a two liter from the bottle. Of what? I don't know, but soda in Toronto. No, that's a different soda. That's a Brazilian soda is different. But yeah. Coca-Cola, I don't the drink. Bottle? I was not doing that in many ways. But Coca-Cola's been, I've been no Coca-Cola for a month. And then we've been eating really. That's, no, that's a big, like, that's a big thing. <laughs> Give it up for Gabe, dude. No, that's what I like to hear. That's a big thing for me. And then, I don't know, Kyle just love eating healthy. And this guy too. This guy doesn't eat a lot. I love eating bad. Yeah, nah. he does. He like, he like his mac and cheese and stuff. He's addicted to oh, mac and cheese. You got to get his back though, man. You're like no. his guy. No, no, what, about, like, yo, what, about getting, what about getting in active? What do you mean? Like, what about hitting the bike? For me, That's it's really hard. Gabe, it's like, for someone of his like size, he's really good in the gym. Like, he's not when a pussy. I, when I do, yes. But like, like he can like bench a plate and shit. Like, really? Yeah. I hate going like, to the gym. He, he, like, he can yeah. do like hit type I shit I hit the plate No, but Kai was not. He can fuck up the ropes. Kai was not fucking holding it. Like shit that you think he wouldn't be able to do. 
That's why I'm like, this guy can lose weight. Yeah. Because he's not a pussy in the gym, too. Yeah. But the eating, obviously. The eating is like, I you hate haven't gym, been keeping man. up with the gym, too. Yeah, I hate a fucking gym. Just go but to also, the gym for a month, bro. My routine sometimes, like, times are crazy. I always put an excuse on that. I know it should not yeah. be an excuse, but, like, I have 15, 20 people every day to manage, kind of, when we're when we in the road. Yeah. And every time is something different. Oh, we got to do this. We got to pick it up this. And it's like, I don't want to. What do you weigh right now? Do you know? Prefer not to comment on that. Well, well yeah. we should make like a bet right now. Yeah, no, you should just make my fucking way out of there. You should just well, make, make it a mandatory bet. that he has to work out. Buy well, let's Peloton. make a bet. I'm like right now. I'm in this new medicine as well that I'm taking it for. Let's make it. Let's make a 25k transfer on stake bet. I'll send you How much? 25k on stake. 25,000. 25,000. What do you weigh? What's a good what amount? Of, what's a good amount of pounds to lose in? Holy in two I will. I will send you 25k on stake. What do you weigh? I do right now. 130 no, no. kilos? No kilo bullshit. How many pounds? You should lose 15, 20 pounds in two months. 10 pounds. You 10 pounds. You probably got to do really an official weigh. I don't know how much I weigh right now, to be honest, then. You got to start smoking like cigarettes. What do you, you weigh in kilos? Right, what do you weigh in kilos? I got it. I, be- I don't know. I don't remember. I believe it's 130, but I think it's less than that. 130? Yeah, that's a lot. What's what's reasonable to lose in like, what should it be two months? You weigh 286? No, you don't weigh 286, though. You weigh. Yeah. No. Something like that. He's over, I think. No? You said you were three. Huh? How many? How much what weight for him to lose? You played like, off- offensive line at Oregon, I thought, for two that's, years. That's a good amount of money. Oregon. Oh. Yeah. Like 20 pounds? 20 pounds in 60 days? 20 pounds. Yeah, Is that doable? Yeah, I think there needs or to be... should be more than that. Yeah, like more like, like 30. No, 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 no. 20 pounds. Hold on. It's got to be big transformation. Yeah, but we also want it to be healthy. You don't want it to be unrealistic where it's like you get there and then you go right back because you went too far, too fast, you know? I think that there should be discipline, though, when he sneaks because he's going to sneak. I don't give, no, that's gonna the thing. Sneak that's what the twenty five k bet. It's up to him. Like, yeah. do you want 25K, the money? Or not? Let's do twenty. That would help a lot. Twenty five pounds for twenty five k stake transfer. Sixty days. Sixty days. Twenty five for twenty five. Yeah, I think it's doable. No. Yeah, but is twenty five going to keep a minute, or is he going to be like, all right, I lost twenty five, and now I'm like fucking. Yeah, then he's going to go back to Oreo for binge. no month. Well, twenty five thousand dollars would not make you lose twenty five pounds. Yeah, twenty five grand. Jacob, is twenty five enough? That's well, not it's enough. not enough overall. But how much money total is he getting? Twenty five k. It's not about the money. It's a lot as of money. Well. It's a, I know. You gotta lose like thirty. No, no, but that's no, unrealistic. Yeah, I can't I do that think. in sixty days. You can't. Jacob, you can, I'm not like, fucking going to. I'm not going to brass gyms every day and like like what you guys you go have to three do? times a day. Not doing that. You have no, to. it's not just stop eating. It's about you gotta dial in, bud. But this is the thing. It's like it's more about like a lifestyle change. Like for you to really keep it off. Yeah, you, can you lose that weight for sure? But are you gonna keep that weight off if you're like drastically getting there by not eating anything? No, I think when I lose weight, I want to keep that. Like man, you want to keep if it I off. Skinny though. I'll, like, what about the fucking? The if Gabe lost twenty five pounds. I'd what was be that really guy's noticeable? name? Jared. Hugely noticeable. Okay, so yeah. it'd be enough to be like, yo, for he sure. lost twenty five pounds. Yeah, you see it in his face. I need like, my face, like bro. I'm. You'd see it in his face. All right, let's do twenty five for twenty five. Sixty okay. days, twenty-five bands, Gabe. Let's go. Yo, run that, run that. Yeah, let's go. Because you, you would, your, your face. Would Sixty days, I think, is like it's not. You get started time. today, I'll bro. I'll send it to your steak account next time we're in Canada. Okay. You just gotta eat healthy. That's, That's all easy you money. Do. You just gotta do it. Eat healthy and ride the bike. Fuck. If you did, did 25, 30 minutes every day, you'd be great. You gotta yeah, stop eating sugar. So you gotta cut out sugar. What's the end date? You doing that on this day today? Yeah. August twenty seventh. Yeah. August 27? Yeah. By the way, there's absolutely no, no sexual activity between me and Gabe. People I don't know if that's that. true. People that's like, not true. You had to say that. No, it is like, true. It is yesterday true. At the, okay, yesterday, the funny thing is we were on the plane coming from New York, and we got lay flats yesterday. This guy texted me, hey, I, it feels pretty empty back here. Do you want to come and watch, run a tour <laughs> together? 
I was like, what the fuck is wrong, wrong with, with you? That? I didn't want to share my lay flap, and I'm watching Ratatouille. And I'm still like concerned with why shoulder. you felt like you had to say there's nothing going on between you yeah, and Yeah, he needs to say that. Because no time. one brought that up. Just no, saying. but people fucking DM me then. It's not, there's nothing going I'm on. I'm just saying, though. you sound a little defensive. That's all. Yes. It's a little defensive. He, I think he wants, when he gets drunk, he has to be handsy. I don't want that, though. Like, I avoid the max, but <laughs> what the he's fuck, getting to the point bro. that I got to tell you, sign, I got to stop. Because Yeah. Oh like, my god, this is hilarious. Me, you know, like, yeah, I get you. This I is funny. You. He like, does that to me look too. Look at him, he's so tiny. Yeah, it's like, funny. Super disrespectful. Tiny, tiny guy, like for sure, is not, is, is down there is not that great. So like, <laughs> I prefer to get to Yo, Jacob at this point. Oh god. What? That would be Jacob's the best. Straight you know? guy, you're not this guy Jacob, is not. Yeah, like, you're not going Jacob. Well, I gotta try my shot sometimes. Yeah, you shot your shot for sure. Yeah. Maybe if you lose 25. No, yeah, you then you can talk, Jacob. You lose 35. Oh, that's even that's, that's better big, than the money. That's bigger than the money, should be honest. No, 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 no. You have to give him a peck feel too. Bicep feel and a peck feel. You gotta kiss him on the cheek. Yeah. Oh, that can do it right now. The chick of the chick. No, let him feel the bicep one time. Let him rub let him no, rub but his hands there, on your abs. There, that's another so incentive. Okay, wait. So <laughs> now know, it's dude. it's now it's 25k, a peck flex with a feel from Jacob and a bicep feel. Damn. That's pretty much like 35k. All right, and honestly, man, if you get there, it's just gonna be good for you, anyways. I know, for real. You're gonna wheel more. Game in the house. This is legendary. It's good. What's up, bro? Where'd you come from this morning? Calabasas. Calabasas. That's where all the rich rappers live. That's where all the rich rappers live. (laughs) Except Snoop. Snoop lives like Arizona. That's where you live. Slice of pie, huh? You stay in Calabasas? Yeah. Oh shit, those shades are pretty lit. Yeah, I stay on the gangster side though. You see that? Okay. The cool. gangster side of Calabasas? Yeah, I got my own side. Oh, okay. Who else yeah. is on that side? What's though? wait, hold on. What side is that? That's the uh Kevin Hart side. Okay. What's the, the what's the soft side of Calabasas? Is uh, that like Kardashians and shit? That's on the other side. That's, that's what the like, soft side. I don't know if it's soft, it just ain't the gangster side. Okay. okay. You know? That's over there. The Kardashians stay over there. Um yeah, he's got his house over there. Drake's over there. So it's just the softer side. That's the know? softer side. Safer side. Okay. What's in the ghetto of Calabasas? Do they have like less like oat milk at the Starbucks's? Yeah, we ain't got like... No, you know what? Our Starbucks runs out of shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I see. That like ma- then you walk sense. in there, they be like, yeah, we don't have this. And you be like, okay, well, let me get that. They be like, nah, we don't got that either. You know what I'm saying? The They're running out of the cake pops and <laughs> shit. Running out of shit. Everything, yeah. man. Even the little, the little stir sticks and stuff? They yeah. miss those? And nah, you got to do it with your finger. Okay, cool. On our side. Who else is on that side? You and Kevin? Will Smith. <laughs> yeah. I knew that was gonna fuck you. Fuck. Up. And we know he's in the ghetto. Yeah. Is that an exclusive he's... side? Can I can we get in there? Or? Yeah, you can get in there because we don't have fucking security on our side. Fuck yeah. Okay. That's that's the side I prefer. Yeah. <laughs> Are, do you see like Will Smith just like walk around? Like does he walk his dog or anything? Like uh nah, it's kinda like uh we stay on like a highway, so like we don't have no sidewalks on our side, of course, because our side is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So you can't just walk your dog. Might get hit by like an eighteen wheeler or something. Who else do you see just around the neighborhood? <laughs> um, you know what? We got we got a lot more black people on our side. Yeah, a couple side pieces. Affor- we affordable heights, uh, housing. You know what I'm saying? You know how like on their side they got the security, the gate, all them twenty million dollar homes on our side. You can get in for like five million. Get you something nice. That's dope. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But uh, you used to live in Compton, right? Yeah. What's what's the difference like? Like how does that how's that been like? I mean, you grew up in Compton, and now you're living in fucking the ghetto part of Calabasas, but still Calabasas. Um, it's kind of crazy, because I got like this weird OCD about myself. So even when I was in Compton, I still was like, 
Like my yard was clean, like my house was clean. Like, you know, my parents were like real, like o like OCD and like hella like whoop your ass if you didn't. So like uh outside of like the gunshots and dead bodies and shit, like it's I mean it's pretty much the same. It's crazy. So growing growing up in Compton, how right away were you uh, I guess involved in what was going on <clears throat> in the street life? Or is it just um, something that like you found yourself getting into? Nah, so what I mean in, in Compton is sort of like uh it's like a gangbang family tree almost because like my parents were both gang members. So it's like it's only um, you know, it's only a matter of time before your child kind of like, you know, dives into that lifestyle too. And I mean, when you when you grow up in like, you know, cities like Compton or, you know, maybe like South Side of Chicago or Brooklyn, New York, or wherever, like in these ghettos, like it's just as soon as you open your as soon as you open the front door, it is what it is, right? Like you your homies are like even even when you're a kindergarten, like, you know, you just like you see so much. Like when I was five years old, bro, I was walking for like blocks to the school bus as a five-year-old, but like, I wouldn't let my five-year-old walk through the mall alone these days. It's just, I don't know, it's just crazy, man. You grow up in the hood, it's just, um, you just become immune to like all the shit that you see. Like I've seen dead bodies and thought nothing of it, just kept walking. Like, At what literally. age did you see like your first dead body? Maybe like seven or something. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Like yeah. where, how did that go down? Um, It was just a drive-by shooting, just a drive-by shooting. Somebody got hit. Um, and then they were just laid out and we were outside playing. And we, you know, of course people always like, you know, some people run left uh, away and other, you know, nosy ass people like come towards the, you know, whatever happened. So we was, me and my homies outside playing. Uh, I mean, it wasn't homies, we were seven, but uh, uh, yeah, we were like throwing the football in the street, which is crazy. Cause when you think about playing like football in the street with cars parked on both sides, it's the wildest shit, right? Cause we were like running into shit all the time. <laughs> But um, yeah, we just walked down there, man, and just like, oh, so-and-so got shot. And it would just be over like that. The craziest one I've ever seen is probably, I seen two Spanish dudes get shot in a uh, in a Buick Regal, two bullet holes through the back window, both dead. And one of them's eyeball was stuck in the, you remember how the old locks used to be? You could kind of pull them up. Yeah. His eye was like stuck in that. And I can remember just wanting to like, lift his head up like out of that because it was kind of like a fucked up way to kind of for people to see you you know yeah and i remember feeling like real bad about that but yeah man i've seen like tons of murders well, and shit doesn't seeing that shit make you want to get out of there uh you you know what it is you don't think that that's a that that is a like Option? possibility yeah like, you don't think that's a possibility you getting out is not a possibility you don't think about that yeah you just think like this is my shit and i'm really, probably yeah. gonna be here forever and like once you get older and you come into your teens you kind of think like I'm probably gonna die here, and you're, but you're okay with that, right? Because you've been conditioned to be this way since basically you were born. So, what would you what would you say to a kid right now that's in in the similar situation you were in to help him <clears throat> see it, see that situation differently than feeling like I'm just conditioned to be here and I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna die here, I have to stay here? Would well, you tell a kid like that? I mean, I don't even think a kid these days really needs me to tell him that. I think that once you open your phone on Instagram, you can see yeah. a, a plethora of ways to make it out the hood or things that you can do. So if we had phones back in the day and Instagram and all these apps, and I mean, we, we could kind of see, like you can log on Instagram and on your Explore page, like a fucking vacation might pop up. You know what I'm saying? Like, or somewhere like the Maldives, you might see like a baddie walking in Maldives and you might, like if I saw that as a kid, I'd be like, damn, I want to go there. Then I would have asked aspirations and dreams and you know that were like sort of uh in line with like that type of lifestyle but back in the day we didn't have shit but like 
uh, maybe like six channels, fucking channel two, four, uh, five, seven, 11, and 13. And if you didn't have cable, then you really didn't have shit. And half of the time, like those channels were like blurry as shit or like staticky and like, or someone was watching the TV and you couldn't watch shit. So you only knew what was in there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, there's always yeah. been, it seems like, for, there's been two ways to make it out. It's sports or music for the most part, right? Yeah, but when you're, when you're, when you're, in these ghettos, right? <clears throat> and let's say you have to wait till your birthday to get a pair of Jordans. And I mean, it could be fucking March. My birthday's in November. So in March, if, if Jordans came out in March, right? And I told my mom I wanted some, a pair of Jordans. She was like, okay, I get them for your birthday. And you'd be excited about that. You'd be like, okay, cool. I'm getting those Jordans for my fucking birthday. Like, did you hear that? My mom said she was getting me Jordans for my birthday. And so we would just fucking wait. But it's like, like these days, man, like, nobody has to like nobody has to wait like people need the shit right now people are lining up for jays right now it's just like from back then to now it's just totally different i mean i think that um there was just like you you didn't you didn't think you could be michael jordan you were just a fan of michael jordan it was like when so i'm sorry so what what made you feel like then if there was no like way out what <clears throat> made you feel like you had a way out like, how did you start to develop? I didn't. That? I didn't think I had a way okay. out until like the last fucking minute. There was one. There was a defining moment in like my hoodship that uh, sort of made me who I am. And I and I've told this story before, and I'll tell it again. Um, it, it was I was watching 106 in Park, and I saw you. You familiar with that? Yeah, absolutely. It was like, yeah, on BT. It was like AJ Free. They would interview rappers on BT. And Shine was on there, the rapper Shine. You know, you signed to Puffy. And I remember looking at that. And I watched this shit all the time and never had this thought before. But I looked at him. He was like bald head. He had on like some uh, some Levi's and he had on like a Raiders crew neck and some Jordans. And I thought, I was like, damn, like, that could be me. That was how I was dressing back then. You know what I'm saying? Like baggy ass Levi's and like either a Raider or 49ers crew neck and like always had on some J's. So I was like, damn, I could fucking be a rapper too. And so I was like, I, tr I, I tried and I was trash at first, but I just really felt like, like I could be a rapper. And so I really just dove into the shit and kept trying and kept trying. So I have a question. What, what made you feel like, cause I, I talked to a lot of super successful people and they always say the same thing. They feel like there's something inside of them that they felt for a long time. Did you ever feel like there was more for you than before you before you had it, obviously? Did you feel like there was something special for you? I never felt like that. I always no. felt like I was gonna die gangbanging and I was just ready and ready for Damn. that moment. I and, and and it's weird for me to say that because now at you know 42 years old, it's like I look back at that type of uh, mindset and I kind of feel like, damn, that was kind of like idiotic and like sort of weird. But this is a trained, um, this is a trained psyche. This is going through the minds of like young teenagers right now in the middle, you know, mid city, um, in the surrounding uh, hoods around LA, just that mindset. Before I, before I got signed to Dr. Dre, I literally never really crossed the 10 freeway, ever. I had oh. never been to Beverly Why Hill. is that? People don't just like take a bus and like well, number, see what's outside Number ever? one, at the fucking corner, there's another gang. Like you literally are playing like life and death trying to like navigate through your own hood. Now, really? once you leave Compton, you are so fucking uncomfortable because now you're in what? South Central? And then you're in Inglewood and then you're in Culver City and like how many hoods and how much how many lights, stoplights, and how many times are you going to get asked where the fuck you from or how many niggas going to stop you and look in your car at the light and like everything, every oh, little shit. inch you take in LA is a fucking threat. So it's hard to like physically like travel. It's, it's hard to mentally even prepare your mind to take 
a fucking mm-hmm. walk down the street. So you were like confined to like a small area of where With, you live without you? uh without it being force fields yeah you are in your mind because you just know better and so you just don't so how Damn. do you get out of it how did you get out of it um i got out of i got shot number one and then after that i was like well it's time to like kick this rap career and uh you know uh in a full you know like full gear and so um i just started i i like got me a notepad and and i started listening to my the classic albums that i listened to but really listening to them um and trying to learn um how like different rhyme patterns and, and rhyme styles and so i used like jay-z nas Pac, and big as a as a base on how i wanted to pattern my style and i really studied those uh you know few those four albums the ones that i did from those artists and then i just over like a course of like a month and a half i became like amazing well <clears throat> what about what about the other guys that were coming out of compton right then like ice cube <clears throat> and all them because they were not too far before you right nah it was hella before me really like, yeah, they were way before yeah 10 there. years nah longer than that yeah. like i came out what in 2005 like they came on the night like ni- 1990 1989 are those guys not inspiration because they come out of the same hood as you they're definitely inspirations uh all of them was but more for me it was more of uh like a dj quick and a mossberg i'm not sure if you know uh mossberg is he got uh killed early he had an early demise but he was one of the dopest rappers out of compton and of course quick was like right there quick was maybe 10 or some 12 years before me or something like that but um uh nwa was like way like 15 Sorry. some years got like it that. just because dre you said dre signed you to aftermath right yeah so how 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 was that yeah how'd um, you guys originally meet yeah uh we met through uh like uh first i i was running around la with uh with with dmac and k-dog uh these two uh crip niggas from la but they you know they love my style and at that time i was passing my demos around so they got one of my demos and love what they heard um, before that, I was up in the Bay running around with JT the Bigger Figure and Fat Fat Rat, and uh, and and one of them gave my CD to Dre, and he loved it. So we went to the studio, and uh, that was it. It was like literally simple as that. Dre was like, "Welcome to Aftermath," because he had already loved what he heard. So what? You just pulled up to the studio. He was there. <clears throat> yeah, everybody was there. Like everybody. Who else was, was there. in there? Fifty was there before, uh, like in the club drop. Like in the club wasn't even out. Um, You'd never met any of those guys before. Ever. I met Snoop before, like at in passing, and I rapped for Snoop, but um he how, didn't how like, old were you at that point? Uh maybe like twenty-two. Fuck. Yeah. So what was that like walking in and seeing all those guys? It was fucking crazy. I tried to like act hard as fuck. Like I wasn't phased, <laughs> but in my like in the inside, I was like super gassed. I was like, damn, it's fucking Busta Rhymes. And there's Rakim and there's D12 and there's M and there's Jesus. 50. Like they're all in the studio. Everybody was in the studio because yeah. they were they're working on uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. That's fucking yeah. crazy. So d- is there a, like, yeah. do these guys oh, trying to intimidate you or are they like welcoming you? Nah, everybody's kind of cool. I, I'm not like, yeah, I, I can't be intimidated. But they was, but it wasn't no pressure like that. It was, uh, every, it was just cool. It was you like, just named you know, all the biggest guys. Yeah, it was like one big family though. You know what oh, I'm that's saying? Like, that's just but even the crazy. first time you met them, you felt, you felt welcomed like that? It didn't feel um, like- I felt, well, I really, I really kind of really got my real welcome from like Busta Rhymes. And uh, so I always like just salute him for just being a guy that just, it just opened his arms and took me right in and showed me the ropes. Um, but yeah, uh, it was it was always welcoming. It was the house that Dre built, it was Aftermath. So it really felt like a family. Yeah, when'd you meet Nipsey? Um, I met Nipsey, uh, I used to take, I used to, so because uh, when, I, when I first got on, um, I bought a Range Rover and I would always take the, 
105 freeway to Crenshaw. And I would get off on Crenshaw and I would drive all the way to Wilshire and then I would make a left and I would go down La Siena, go to Melrose, and then I would start looking for bitches. Okay. And that was, that right. was just my, that was my route. Like I was just like, cause you know, like back in the day, like Crenshaw was lit. And yeah. so like you could always see a baddie on Crenshaw. Wait, sorry, say the route again. Right, so I got, <laughs> yeah. I, I take, I would, I would take, I literally take Rosecrans to the 110 freeway. Okay. Right. Rosecrans, that's Compton. You should um, figure where the baddies are. Yeah. Oh, no, the baddies aren't there. Sounds like it's an important route. There anymore. <clears throat> yeah. and, and so you get on the you you get on the 110 and like two two like exits is the 105 freeway. You take that towards. So just LAX. stay in the right lane. Don't even get to the left lane. Right lane. <laughs> yeah, stay in the right. Two lanes the whole way. Literally. Okay. Right. Solid. And then it, it winds up, you know, one time, and then you end up on the 105 freeway heading towards LAX. Um, Crenshaw is probably the third exit. You get off on the Shaw, and uh, it's dangerous. By the way, you definitely need to, you know need a strap and i heard that we about to be able to conceal in california Amazing. soon big so, news yeah so you can take this yeah. route but not now but after newsom like passes this law or something but uh yeah so um you get off on crenshaw and then from there you're just like cruising and i got stopped at a light and uh like nipsey was like selling incense or something and that was the first time i ever met what him. year was this shit this might have been like selling incense yeah, I don't know, like 2003 Was it or fire like incense? Wow. Huh? Was the incense fire? Yeah, it was fire. Yeah. Did you buy it or no? Huh? You buy it from him? Yeah, I bought some. I always support everybody, man. Yeah. And what's crazy is that um, I would always take this route, but there was only tw uh, twice I seen Nipsey. The second time, I had a strap on my lap again, because again, I'm rolling through Crip neighborhoods, I'm rolling through Blood neighborhoods, just like I had to, like, you know, I'm young and I didn't go nowhere without my gun. But um, I got stopped at this light and I was trying to get through the light, but there was a car in front of me that wouldn't let me go through, that didn't go through. And I was like honking, he didn't go through. And I was like, fuck, I see like 10 or 12 Crips. Um, this ended up being Nipsey and Jay Stone and uh, Rempaw and a few of the other homies. Uh, Might've been Kabi and uh, all, all 60s Crips, Nip Nipsey's homies. This time, he had no incense. You know what I'm saying? This time he had like two like ponytails and it was more blue uh, than, uh, you know, before. And uh, yeah, he had a, a CD, but I didn't see the CD. So I grabbed my gun because I ain't know what, you know what I'm saying? I, they walk across the street like deep as fuck. And so I put my gun, I cocked my gun and I had it on my lap. And then once he got close to the car, he put out a CD and I was just like, fuck, cool. And then, uh, so he looked in the car and he was like, damn, so you really be riding like that? And I was like, nigga, that's LA. You know do, you, do you still ride like that? Uh, I guess as much as you could say, right? I mean, I mean, I got to protect myself. Man. For sure, yeah. for sure, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Until this, until one of the, the biggest things too is how much- Brad trying to get game in trouble. Yeah, yeah. my bad. Yeah, Seriously, yeah, my bad. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry about so, that. So, so sorry. Wait, how Wait, much did the, did the baddies and the pussy change before the Rover and then once you got the Rover? I mean, I always had like, <laughs> I always had like baddies because I was like always like, the popular guy in school or like the bully in some schools or like, you know, captain of the basketball team. So, you know, you got baddies, but just in your area. But uh Did you say you were a bully? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you guys would get along. But no, me. This guy's a fucking asshole. He bullies me. So I don't, know, I don't really fuck with that bully but shit. But you know how it is being a big guy, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, like, but I would bully bullies. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only there's only one guy that I like I probably had a tie, like a tie. We had a fight. And this guy was known for putting uh, somebody's head into the into a like a sewer and asking him if he saw the Ninja Turtle. So that was Shut really nah. I'm dead serious. Yeah, you're fucking with him. <clears throat> Shut the Yo, fuck up. Yo, we had a bully. We had a, this bully named Willie, and he just had these big fists, and nobody could fuck with him. And he was known 
for putting this dude's head into the sewer drain. Say what's up to Raphael, and, bitch? And was like, you, you're not coming up till you see the Ninja Turtles, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, yo. And I was there, yo. I was literally there for this fight, bro. And yo. so he was known for that. So after he did the, he had already whooped everybody's ass, but the Ninja Turtle shit was scary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so after that, everybody was scared of him. But one day we had a fight. Um, well, no, one day we had an interaction and we couldn't, like I couldn't back down because it was like people, like other people in the school watching. And I was like, fuck, I'm about to get fucked up by Willie. So we we had a fight, man. And it was rude to tie because the bell rang and like nobody was really fail yet. But um, one thing about him after that, he had a, a blood clot in his eye that lasted like a month. And I know that he wanted to like, you know, rematch the shit, but uh, we never got to uh, do it because it was summer break. And then summer break, we had to team up and go to another school because every last day of school, we would go to the neighboring school and just the whole schools would fight each other. Well, <laughs> have you ever squabbled? Well, with he's a bully, and... by the way. Can you fucking handle this bully one time? Come on, man. We, hey, yo, I, when I was on Mike Tyson shit, we arm wrestled. I won, but I'm, I definitely do that. Can, arm wrestle? Can, yeah. What about punch him in the face, bro? Nah, man, <laughs> what the fuck? Fight? It's so yo, we got enough violence going. No, on. I know. I'm well, kidding. Is there a is there anyone in the in the industry that you actually squabble with? Industry, like, nah, not like in the industry. A few yeah. on the, a few outskirts, uh, outskirt fights and a few street fights. I think I'm always just fighting like regular niggas or something. Yeah, it's funny. I want to go back to the Nipsey thing real quick. Uh, what what impact do you think that he had on the industry? <clears throat> And with the time that he did have? Um, I think that I always knew that Nipsey was great and he was going to be great. Um, I think that his early demise kind of like, you know, halted his greatness. He got it, but it's sad that he's not here to see, you know, how big of an impact that he had um, even after, uh, you know, he passed. But I always knew that he was he was going to be one of those guys. That's why, I, like, I got his demo. I called him. I brought him to the studio. We did, like, three songs before anybody knew who he was. And I took him on his first tour ever. He was with me. And uh, that was, like, one of my, you know, greatest friends inside and out of music. Always a guy that's full of life and full of, like, he always spitting some type of knowledge and kicking something, man. And that were, that really, uh, you know, his, his death really, really hurt my soul. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What 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 do you think, like, before you go, what do you want to leave behind? Is there something that's important to you that you want people to know about you or about, you know? Uh, Probably my Xbox scorecard. Yeah, you're saying, yeah, you're no, we've like, heard yeah. you're a huge 2K guy. No, really, yeah. though. Like, nah, really. Like, yeah, what do you mean, like, cool. your achievements? On my achievements, man. What's yeah. your craziest achievement? Damn. Uh, I don't know off the back, but I know my shit is like all like in the five stars, bro. Like, really? Yeah, well, I, I really do a lot of gaming, man. You play anything besides two K? I play two K Madden. I play uh COD um or COD. People like to call it. Uh, Everybody's talking about how you faded a tour to play two K. I really did, and I've done that multiple times, which is why I don't understand people. Like people are like, nah, he didn't do that. He didn't. But yeah, I did. Like I do. I I literally only do things that I want to do or talk to people I want to talk to or tour when I want to tour. I don't, I'm like, I'm not like a slave to the music. I kind of like, if I'm not feeling it, I just won't go. But you cost yourself a lot of money, didn't you? I mean, money, you know, money ain't everything, man. And yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I never. Wasn't uh, it like seven mil though or some shit? 
Yeah, we just like, really wanted two. Was it runs. one two K game or was there a goal? No, 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 because no, if it it's like, one it, game, then I don't know if seven million achievement. Two K comes out at a time when like I tour mostly, and like this was like when Wi-Fi was like hotel Wi-Fi, like all the hotels didn't have like compatibility. So like- That's a problem. I would, that's a problem. And so the tour prior to this, I was like in hotels mad as fuck. Yo, do you know, like I, no one's ever heard this shit. When my hotels didn't have Wi-Fi, I would like hit my fans or something on Twitter and be like, yo, can I come to your house and plug up and use your Wi-Fi? So I've like literally went into like <laughs> a fan's house in like Germany or Sweden and like stayed there playing and like lived how they lived for like a day or two. And like, is anybody ever like, yo, bro, you've kind of overextended, yo, overstayed your welcome? Hell no. <laughs> nah. Nah. Like, well, was there any bad stories with that? We used to do that nah. too. We used to stay at fan Yo, but not nah, like, like homes in like Europe are like kind of small sometimes. Yeah, you know? they are. And uh, it's like, it, it like some of the living, <laughs> some of the living conditions were kind of crazy, but like I'm from the hood. So it's like, you know, like I grew up in a project. So it's just like, yeah. Like you used I'm, to crash there too? Like sleep there? No, nah, I would just play the game straight just through. Cut. Like, yeah, just straight through. Pretty. How many different houses did you do that at? Probably over the years, maybe like twenty. That's dope. Did you yeah. make any like develop any relationships with anybody? Some of my best like best friends in life were like from like Steph and and Jerry and Sam. They gonna watch this shit and be like, yeah, like yeah. What the? Where are they? Crazy. They're like in uh, Manchester, UK, oh, shit. Um, London, and uh, and Craig too. Craig's in Craig's in London. Shout out, uh, Craig. Steph is in fucking Germany and Berlin. Like yeah, man. Guys sound Damn. like beauties. And like they yo, they come out and they're all coming out for Fourth of July, which is crazy. What the? Fuck? Yeah. What's good That's for Fourth of July? What are you doing? I'm having a party, bro. I have the biggest party. Where? Here in LA? No, in what? fucking no, Gangster Calabasas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in Y'all invited. We got to yes. bring security though, right? To huh? that, we got to bring security to that part bring of Calabasas? Security? To that part of Calabasas. Nah, you good, man. You That's good? good? I got you covered. Okay. From, the time you, you covered. from the time you make that right, I got you. You said, <laughs> you said earlier about like making making uh, music. Have you have you ever, and being like, a, being like a slave to having to do something, have you ever felt like you've you've been like, I guess... As far as making music goes, like you had to do certain things that you didn't want to do in the industry? <clears throat> uh, yeah. In the beginning, I thought like uh, I, I would just go do everything because like it, you, I needed to to be, you know, I need to pound the pavement in order to uh, start to create my legacy. Once I was in full control of like who I was and I was a household name, I kind of just like sort of faded back into like um, just making choices about, uh, you know, being select about what, what it is that I really wanted to do and what was passionate to me and what wasn't. And so I kind of like just fall back from things that like, I don't want to do. Where does most of the pressure come from? Is it like the label? Or? Uh, it was a label at one time. And then sometimes just like, you know, good family members cheering you on and telling you like, you know, like you, you can be, you can do this and you can do that and you can do everything. So I think you should do this and go be great and go do this. And so, yeah. My kid's mom was was like real, really championing me back in the day to yeah. like be great. Who do you think's your favorite artist you ever worked with, made a song with? <sighs> My favorite artist I've ever made a song with is probably Snoop. Snoop? Yeah. Because that was like a bucket list thing. That was like somebody that was actually before me, not in yeah. the You got to get your timelines together, man. Sorry about yeah, that. It's, no, it's really I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I usually, yeah, I'm like, usually better than from that. The, from the gap from when Tupac died, right, out here on the West. Um, Tupac died. Uh, Snoop kind of went um, to No Limit for a minute. And then um, there was a gap in California where nobody filled it. And so then I slid in that gap. So you know. 
Yeah, you know, I appreciate that. I, want you out here Sorry, I, won't, people, I won't fuck that up again. Yeah, I don't want you out here telling people I came right after NWA. No, Jesus it's like 10 Christ, years. Dude. Is 10 years. Are you bro. like Ice Cube yeah, and but shit? It, but it it was like 10 50. years was from Snoop to me. Okay, but they're California guys, Compton guys. Like I thought. Yeah. It's like fucking 15, 20. But well, we're not going to argue about this. Get your shit together, Steiny. Yeah, Seriously. sorry about that, bro. You know my fault. Wanna, yeah. You're supposed to have my back against him. Not, yeah. He's a fucking bully. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so so, so, who who were some of your biggest inspirations, though? You kind of talked about it earlier. Uh, but who do you think like really really like got you? Okay, this is... My biggest inspiration was always uh, Ice Cube, NWA, Dr. Dre, Easy, of course. Easy's uh, business mind, how he really took that group and that idea and really made it like world renowned has fucking always been dope to me i actually met easy i actually seen him in the hood i was a kid he would always come by bring toys turkeys and you could like you would literally see eric Wright like riding through compton and like the dopest bins is or whatever he was like in the hood so like yeah it's crazy they kind of they didn't give him that like positive they got like i feel like the movie straight out of compton they didn't give him that like good vibe he was kind of like looked at as a bad guy <clears throat> right yeah i mean when Which people weird when people tell the story uh, tell different stories they always leave out shit it's like how we you know like love and adore like jesus christ right but you like you know jesus like had one attitude one day or didn't wake up on the right side of bed one day but nobody is ever gonna tell you that you yeah. think so you yeah. think jesus was just like a cocksucker one day no no man i say like, that asshole. Man. what i said is, everyone's like jesus chill the hey, fuck yo, out bro. hey no hey yo hey, hey on note like <laughs> it's him <laughs> All I said was that you know that they probably like left certain things out. Like Jesus probably like yelled at somebody one day. You know what I'm saying? But you, when you think of Jesus, you don't think like he ever, ever had People a only say the good or, shit about Jesus, right? Like, right. But I'm saying like, like maybe one day Jesus had attitude or something like that. I'm saying when people are telling the, my point is when people are telling stories, no one ever goes to a funeral, like goes up, uh, you know, in the pool, in the, in the pool pit and it's just like gets on a mic and it's like, yeah, this person fucking suck. Yeah. Like all y'all here sucking this dude's dick, acting like he was better than he was. This fucking dude was an asshole. No one does that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they leave out things. So that's all I'm we saying. We need more of that. I feel like. Yeah. Jesus, we love you. We need more what, what dude? Nothing. This guy's nothing. nothing. <laughs> Jesus, man. Think Jesus was a Everybody God talks about this, but can we talk a little bit about 50? We can talk a lot about Cause 50. Because it sucks, because we were, we were listening to Hate It or Love It on the way here. Yeah. Which is what? Was that nominated for a Grammy? I mean, those are OG bangers. Yeah, the two back-to-back, yeah. Hate It or Love It, and How We Do. Like, why, couldn't, why couldn't we fix the relationship and yeah, make what more happened? songs? What happened with 50? Because uh, you got, when you got like two... Like he, it's like it was like me and him friends. Nah, it's like me, me and him were like best friends or something. We're in a group together. Like we're both assholes. It's only a amount of time, yes. a certain amount of time. At least you before. know the kind of guy right. he is. Yeah, 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 exactly. So we're kind of the same kind of guy. So fifties like that. Fifties like an asshole. So, but he knows it. This is like you know, say he's a self admitted asshole. He trolls. He does all this shit. And so it was only you know a certain amount of time before we were gonna bump heads, and we yeah. ended up bumping heads. When did it go wrong? It went wrong when Dr. Dre started to focus more on the on the documentary than um what's the album Candy Shop was on? The Massacre. Yeah, no, yeah. was it? No. Yeah. I think that's fifty second album was the Massacre, yeah. That's good for you though. But what went wrong though? He didn't like that, man. He was focusing on his album instead and of the And then and then I also couldn't choose side we, he 50 had uh problems with like Nas, Fat Joe, and uh, I think the locks at that time. And I, and these and they were all like artists that like I really grew up listening to so I was got, like conflicted like how do I hate these guys for you know and I really wanted to be like that I really wanted to hold down G unit you know what I'm saying but like these were guys that I really that really influenced my you know my life so it was hard for me and when I was on flex saying that 50 like went on another station or something and was like yeah games kicked out the group Damn. and I was just like fuck Which your sucks, group dude. that's how so you heard about it ride against those guys pretty much right <clears throat> G unit and you know what's crazy 
is me and 50 ain't, we ain't cool still, right? But, to this day. But 50's cool with Nas, Joe, and fucking- Why and do you think so, that is? I don't know. I guess the New York thing or something. I don't know. So how much of like industry beef like that is actually real? How much is it contrived for like- uh, Well, I mean, if we were asking Biggie and Tupac, then it would be- okay. Super real, yeah. and at that time, me and Fifty, like all, like our entourages and us, were both involved in like a real shootout where like people ended up shot. So I say it was pretty real. Do you, well, but do you think like the stuff like Drake Kanye beef is real? No, I mean I feel like Drake and Kanye might have a dislike, but I don't feel like Drake or Kanye are gonna like fight or it's like not, kill yeah. each other. Like, I want to yeah. ask you while we're on the topic, what do you think of like we saw Lil TJ got shot up the other day? Yeah, that's it's happening every other week. It's it fucking like. nuts. Yeah, that's what I was saying, man. The world needs uh, literally needs a fucking hug. Somebody needs to just hug the globe because this shit is just crazy every single day. And then Shaka Ludacris's uh, business partner and homie and a friend of mine got shot. The day after that. Is that just like, is that like gang shit? Nah, I don't know. I wasn't there. But it seems like it's just happening every other week. Like what's, what's going on, you think? Is there just a uh, lot more rappers now? I don't or? know, man. It's not even a rap thing. I mean, we had the, you know, Uvalde shooting um, in Texas. We had the mass shooting in Buffalo. Um, I just think the world is just, I don't know. I feel like the shit is on fire. Like these are the last days. I don't know how much. The world is getting pretty yeah, fucked it's up. Not, it's getting yeah. fucked up, fucked up. Like, it's just, it's crazy, man. You think we're going to witness some crazy shit in our lifetime? I think we are yeah, witnessing crazy sure. shit. We're, and and so, remember in the beginning where I was like, where we were talking about when I was young and how immune I was to Compton? I think that we are so immune to, like, shit happening every other day that we are already witnessing Especially fucked with the up shit. Right, but, yeah. I yeah. mean, when you hear about, like, six mass shootings in the, you know, in a span of 30 days or some shit, like, when you hear about the seventh, you're just like, oh, again? But you're not like as devastated as you were. So yeah, we already witnessed some fucked up shit. Crazy how humans can just do that to each other. I, yo, that is what I can't. Like we're like the, fucking animals, bro. Yo, like, it's like when I walked in here and I saw you guys, I didn't think like fucking yo. Let me just fucking shoot this motherfucker up. Like what kind of like psyche uh, or psychotic individuals are we dealing with out here? I don't know. It's you know crazy, what's crazy man. though is I think too a lot of younger people are getting into like more drugs these days. Oh, drugs are at an all-time high. Younger age right. than they used like to. Like more pills and shit. More yeah. pills and shit. I, I, I swear, I think it has to do with the social media and the <clears> comparison <throat> of your life For versus sure. someone else's life. I think that I think that is that would be the yeah. fucking survey says that's the number one answer right there. I yeah. think social media, the pressure of keeping up with the Joneses and trying to compare yourself constantly yeah. with somebody else. Like yeah. even it doesn't even have to be a celebrity. It could be one person you follow who's doing a little bit better than you are. Now yeah. you, it's like the dreams and aspirations are getting scary now you know what i'm saying because people are like really just unhappy with their lives man and they're going out and they're you know doing the craziest shit social ever. media really became something where it's just to show like yo i have this mm-hmm. it's like, like a, a flex reel. that's all it is now yeah it's not like yo this is who i am but it's i feel like, like it's but as back. much as we fucking like talking about it and we're hating it like we do it too like you yeah. know what i mean it's like crazy but i guess that's but, our that's our income that's our shit right yeah but, but notice <laughs> how this sort of content that we're actually like candidly speaking and vulnerably talking about things like is actually starting to rise up again people are wanting more of this type of content because i think every everything's been so contrived for so long that right. it's like i want more real shit and so me personally going along with what you said is like yeah i think that we are we are coexistent with this this whole instagram this whole you know world but we're giving back by being vulnerable and talking about these things Absolutely. and people are going to watch this shit um in the millions and so yeah we we're we're part of i think we're part we are part of the solution are you on your phone a lot 
I'm on my phone pretty much. Yeah. I can't do you ever just put it away or some shit or no? Uh, I try to uh, do things. Uh, I try to get my kids when we go eat, like no phones, like every, everybody put like leave them in the car yeah. type thing. And I, and I also like, you know, I'm having parties now where like no phones, let's like enjoy ourselves and shit like that. But like, yeah, I try. I definitely try. Yeah. I've done that before. Just put my phone away for even like 12 hours. Your oh, fucking tough, brain man. feels so. Oh bad. yeah. Oh no, it, it's, it's definitely crazy. therapeutic. Um, if I didn't, if I didn't make as much money as I did, like on Instagram and online, like I would just delete all that shit. Hundred percent. Because I don't need it. You know. What about for chicks? I mean, it's, chick. it's chicks everywhere, man. Like, no, I, mean, I feel like I feel like you've yeah, done yeah. some damage in L.A. I feel like you've you're you're the asshole. What That's the, the fuck, bro? <laughs> yeah. Like what? Like it's. He put you, me out there, man. No, but you openly yeah. talk about it. Well, there's yeah. one you, there's a girl you rapped about that I know. I, I like uh, dated for like a, almost a year and a half. Who? Vita. Ah, uh, yeah, years yeah. ago, years ago, years right. and years ago. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it, to a year and a half, two years. That was my dick taste. No, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Wait I'm joking. Yeah, it was a, it's a Damn, joke. I said he was gonna say that. Nah, Vita's amazing, man. It's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah we're we're probably Eskimo Bros too, but yeah, you two are Eskimo Bros. You think? Yeah, really? Yeah, like which? Like who? I don't know. You don't think so? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> We're in two totally different calibers. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm, tens yeah. only for me, but you do your tens thing. Tens only for you? You do your thing. So he's not getting tens? No, I don't know. Not my problem. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. can, we, can, we, can we talk about the Kim K? Uh, you wrote some lyrics. Depends on right? what you want to say, man. Well, what I, do you want to say? I mean, I, I like Kim K, like I try to stay away from Kim K because me and Ye, that's my guy. And in the past, like I've done some really disrespectful shit. And yeah. um, and like, you know, they got four children at this point. And like they're really, they're really good people, man. And I think yeah. that I'm older and a little bit more, a lot more mature. And I like, you know, so no. Yeah. So that means he absolutely slayed in the yeah. nicest yeah. way. Respect though. Oh Which respectfully yeah. slayed. No, nah, but you know what? Ye jokes about it. Ye jokes about yeah. it all the well, time. Well, that's what I'm saying. You the lyrics came out and then you guys come and put out this hit song easy. Yeah. So it came together. It did come together, man. That song slaps. And, and, yeah. And, yeah, and like Kim, Kim is dope, man. And I like a lot. She does a lot of cool shit for a lot of cool people. How how big was doing Easy with Kanye? Because that was um, recent. It was me and Kanye have had like a lot of dope uh, songs together over the years. I just think that Easy was the next in line just to be a part of that, uh, you know, friendship inside and outside of music of just like dope shit that we do together. Does he and when hate- he dropped the Pete disc too, like that was pretty big <laughs> at the time. Too, yeah, right? yeah, he did. It was, it was big at the time. And when I did mean, you hear that bar? Were you with him in the studio or no? Uh, Yeah, I was there the whole time. And he just dropped it? Or did he tell you he was going to? We were just, we were kind of like me, him, my homeboy, Chill. Uh, we were just in there just writing uh, sort of Ye's verse like together. What is, what okay. is it What is it like working with Kanye? Is he super creative? Is he crazy? He fucking, like, yeah. Ye is like, it, he's super creative. Uh, he's real tedious as far as like what he likes and what he doesn't like. It reminds me a lot of like Dr. Dre because they never like can settle on something until like the last minute. But then when they do, it turns out to be so fucking great. So how could you like deny it? And you look back on how long it took, like it was nothing because it's the, the magnitude of greatness after the song is done is just like, like phenomenal and and he, it's actually like helped me become like a better you know a better artist does that do anything for you when you do a collab with a guy like kanye when he's like doing donda after the fact like are people hitting you up or like you know what i'm saying uh yeah man it just i mean everything anything yay if yay is in your life he gonna probably help you i saw this thing the other day where drake did a song with a guy named young blue do you know that uh, guy? Yeah, I know Young Blue. His label offered him 300K, and then after the song, he was offered over 5 million. Oh, that's crazy. That's dope, see? So I'm just saying, like, collabing with artists like that, it's just like, it could do a lot for your career. It could. Uh, Drake You're already it. made, obviously, but yeah. 
Drizzy does a lot of that. Drake gets on your song, then after that, like, you know, you're Drake's made so many people's careers. Literally, man. Literally. But he he's he's down with that as long as it's a banger. Like he doesn't ask anybody for anything. Nah, he's just about the music, nah. right? And he just jumps on it, yeah. What'd you think he of He did his... with that with 21, Lil Baby. Like with Lil people. Dirk. Lil Dirk. Yeah, that was dope too. Yeah. And I like Lil Dirk. What what do you think about Drake's new album? Have you listened um, to it? Um, you know what? I listened to it and I think it's like I think it's exactly what he was trying to do. And I mean, I've been to like, you know, Europe a ton like tons of times and like that's like That's uh, the vibe. That's the vibe. And that vibe in when you're in like Paris doing Fashion Week or when you're in, you know, London or or any any of these like huge cities uh where they party like that, um, Ibiza oh, they're or going, Dubai the girls are going wet in Ibiza crazy right now, for sure. for that <laughs> type of shit. So I think that it's appropriate for what he was trying to do. And I mean it's still the number one fucking album. So Facts, yeah. why does it do you, even matter? Have you ever are you, are you are you bumping it at all though or no? I play it, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I like to anything that drops from like artists that uh, you know I like. I like to listen to it three or four times so I can really, before I judge it, to uh, really just like go like all the way into it. And yeah, have you ever thought about like because Lil Wayne did it, Drake just did it, like switching genres a little bit and trying to do something out of the box, like um, a passion project. I think about it sometimes, man. Uh, like yeah, I think about it all the time. You did a you did a song with Skrillex, didn't you? Back in the yeah, day? Yeah, I did a song with Skrillex. Yeah, we did uh Ali uh wait, no, we did uh El Chapo, yeah. Oh yeah, that was banger. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> what, what was it like when you worked with Drake on hundred? Um shot the video. We, and just, shit. we went to his house on his side of Calabasas and uh the cool side. And <laughs> uh yeah, we just we was in there, me, him and Forty, and uh we just we did it. It was pretty easy. Simple. I was there for like two, three hours. You guys still keep in touch at all? Yeah, I talked to Drake like I don't know, maybe like once or twice a month. That's dope. Yeah. Do you? I have a question about. I'm assuming you guys were talking about the, the kind of like genre shift for Drake. Yeah. And you ask about you ask him about like him and having to do it himself or wanting to do it himself. Do you ever feel pressure that like your music has to be what it was? Because you know everyone's like, oh man, I want this <clears> album, <throat> I want this vibe, I want you know like the old Kanye or whatever. Yeah. Do you ever feel pressure for your music to have to be a certain way? Nah, I don't feel pressure. The pressure only comes from me. Um, and so that's why sometimes like, uh, cause this, so this new album be dramatic will be my 10th album. So, um, like, yeah, it, it, like I go on these like roller coasters with myself, depending on how I feel at that time about music, I'll still put out an album, but it probably won't be a hundred percent of like who I am or what I can do based on like what I'm going through in my life at that, at that point in time. But now I like, there's a clean slate, there's nothing blocking and I felt like fucking people up. So like, yeah, this album is probably going to be my best album, like of my career. Yeah. So this is from the heart. Is that how you make it's music? It's all heart. It's yeah. all heart. And the first album, the documentary, was my heart. And it was like who I was. And, and it was like my introduction to the world. My second album is probably my favorite album up to this point. Um, until the completion of Dramatic, which I just got done yesterday. So no, congratulations. Yeah. Go. Yeah, Where do you yeah. think you rank on the all-time like rappers list? Uh, I saw recently you were saying you're better than Eminem. I am. You think so? You probably think so if you really like listen to both of our catalogs all the way through. Well, when you listen to the Red Album, Jesus Piece, you've, I'm uh, in. Jesus Piece, the Red like, Album. Jesus Piece is like so, underrated, such bro. an underrated album. It is, for yeah. sure. Super Jesus fucking Piece, classic. Bro. Yeah. Bangers. And this album is like 10 times better than Jesus Piece. Does it carry the same vibe or do you kind of change because it's now later? It's, I'm, I've never rapped the way that I'm rapping on this album. Oh, nice. That's yeah. crazy. Is it because you know more? Because you're more grown? Because you... What, what is um, it? I think that I've always... 
I think I've always had it to be this good. I just never really cared to because, like I said, I'd just be chilling, man, playing my games and being a father to my kids. And in the past, like, I was sort of being a weird-ass, like, womanizing fuck. So I was like, oh, just fucking bitches and just living the wildlife. When did that stop? Just the womanizing, the fucking bitches thing? Probably, like, mid-30s. So, yeah. like, 35, I started to, like, really actually do a lot more thinking as far as like how I treat women. And and that was like, you know, when my daughter was like sort of getting to a point like three and four years old where I started to be like, damn, like I'm going to have a daughter. I mean, I have a daughter and one day she's going to be a woman and I don't want people like treating her how I treat women. So I started to alter um, who I was as far as like, you know, uh, being in women's lives. So you think the daughter is what switched it? It's definitely what switched it. That's good. Though. A lot of having that. having a daughter made you a better person, right? It makes you a pussy, honestly. And I battle I battle with it for long for a long time. It's like when I had my sons, I still didn't give a fuck. I was like, yeah, <laughs> they'll be all right. They're like, you know, they're gonna be men. But like my daughter, like she, you're like, oh you, shit. Yeah, your daughter's gonna need you for life, and so you gotta like make conscious decisions to be a better parent. That is so um, true, for bro. your daughter. Your yeah. son's gonna There's be like. Out here is me. Yeah, you know supporting like, you. Know. Look at this guy. He's somebody's son. He's fucking gonna be all right. I'm gonna be good. Yeah. You guys are like boys. I don't really understand. Like, what do you mean? It's, it's like a it's boy a thing? natural connection. Yeah, like, man. It's a big guy thing. It's a big guy thing. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, can't I feel relate. that. We have okay. that right now. Yeah, no, no, us three. We, us two. Us three have it. Kyle. Sorry, my Kyle. Kyle. Sorry, I dropped him off at a middle school. He would like. Yeah, yeah. He'd be right He'd be right Like what? Fuck. And be like, what's up? It's a new guy. Yeah, boys. How much you think he? Remember you guys? I can hit a plate. Yeah, I swear you seen it. <laughs> what the I fuck? Give him, I give him like, I give him twenty fives on both sides. Yes, exactly. No, I, I've hit plates. You've seen no forty five pound it. bar, twenty fives on both sides. Exactly. I right. feel like if you add the ten, he needs a spotter. Exactly. You're you. Wow, this you is fucked up. Strong, gym, yeah. Came here to bully me, bro. Well, not, yeah. <laughs> no, I am strong. That's whatever. I'm strong. Right, we no, can talk like about something out. else. I remember yeah, you did that. I remember back in the day, you did the what is like sixty days of fitness thing. Yeah, yeah. We still do sixty days of fitness right now. Right now, six days of fatness because I'm just drinking tequila every night. Oh but, shit, we're we gonna <laughs> drink Patron. Nah, man, I like uh, I sort of I, I drink Delion, man. Delion? Yeah, man. Whose is that? That's Diddy's. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's good. You don't fuck with Delion or something? I've just never Damn, had. Damn, bro. I, I only drink forty two. That's crazy. You didn't know who Delion? I drink forty two or Azul, bro. That's Diddy's, man. Oh, okay. You, do you know those guys? Yeah, I know who he is. Wow. No, I'm saying, do you know who like owns those tequilas? No, I don't. You know Diddy, though. I do know Diddy. So let's, let's I thought he was Ciroc. He's got something else That's on. vodka. He got Delion, man. Shit. All right. Well, I'll only drink Delion. Diddy's got man. everything, man. Well, let me hear you say it. Delion. Delion. Yeah. Say so one more fucking bully ass. One more time, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, he's blowing the fuck out of Yeah, this is fucked up. You should have my back, bro. What the fuck? Fucking eighth grade. Why don't you have my back? What do you mean? God, dude. The bullies are bullying you. what? Every fucking middle school in America's got your back. Like, you don't fucking need this is fucked up right now, bro. Yo, so. So, so, so uh, on that idea of like, we're talking about the, the artists owning the businesses, et cetera. Do you have any other business outside of just music that you are passionate <clears throat> yeah, about? Yeah, I got, um, uh, so I, I do a lot of my business with uh, Green Street, which is like an agency for like, um, like cannabis influencers. You know, you know how they got like, like TikTok influencers and yeah. YouTube influencers. Like there's a cannabis company called Dreams, uh, Green Street and they do a lot of cannabis uh, influencing. So I fuck with them on a lot of shit. Uh, I got like something with Stash House. You know Stash House? No, I'm not familiar. They're around LA. Nah, they got the, they got some dope shit. Like cannabis, weed, okay. like all kind of shit. They're dope as fuck too. And then I'm coming out with my own. I just got my own like real first strain. And it took me like two years to like um, get this thing cultivated. And so when you hear about it, like, and when you get it, like just notice me and I want everybody to like swing. When's that it. dropping? 
Um, I thought this was out already. No, no, no. I've had things, but they were other strains that people cultivated for me and like asked me to come up with a name. This okay. one I saw through like my like my baby, like you know, and uh, it's, it's trail mix. What was so, the process like from like A to Z to like, uh, to make that strain from scratch? Just, I mean, going down to uh, this lab in Needles and like um, this whole this grow facility in Needles, California. Um, or is it is it in California? It might be, I don't know. It might be Nevada. It might be Needles, Nevada. But um, it's far as fuck from here um, in a car. But um, yeah, going down there to growth grow facility uh, when I was doing my business with Vertical and like learning, really learning and how to appreciate uh, flour versus just like, you know, grinding some shit down, putting it in a fucking wood or something and smoking it. Like to really go and really be a part of that whole process, man. And like, it like really did a lot for me for my mental and for my education on the whole cannabis industry. So like now that um I watched, uh, I went through a bunch of different things. We fucked up, you know, four or five times before we got to trail mix and now we got it down and we're, we're ready to launch this thing probably like mid July. Where's it going to launch? Like in dispensaries in Cali? Yeah. All the dispensaries in Cali. That's fire. Yeah. So that shit's like your baby. Uh, yeah, man. It's fucking amazing. That's a good feeling. Like amazing. Are there any other businesses like that that you're involved in outside of music? Um, outside of that, I've got uh, Numinati, which is a brand I just uh, created um, and like, yay, blessed it uh, in the beginning process. He said it, he said it on um, Easy. And uh, it's we're, we did, uh, it's just everything. It's just a lifestyle brand. Okay. Um, Illuminati? Numinati. Numinati. Yeah, it's like Numinati. It's like Illuminati. We don't fuck with that. But so like a Numinati is the way to transform everything into like a positive uh, energy and like, you know. That's dope. To like put like, you know, homies on and give people something to be a part of that's like cool. So we just did this uh, this uh, collab with Ethica on fitness shit. Nice. Um, and we're doing we're doing something with Chinatown Market, a little collab with Chinatown Market, and then we're gonna go into like uh, doing merch, like a sort of like a Balenciaga type of style and like uh, you know material thing, and like yeah, well, now we got some dope shit coming. You, you up. said something about energy. Are you big into energy? You know, like texting girls at eleven eleven to see if they're like down. I'm definitely like make a wish. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait. You when you text at eleven eleven, you ask them are they down? No, no, no. I don't text them are they down. <laughs> I'm saying like you know. Like, oh, at eleven oh, eleven, hey, I'm like yo, you? I'm like make a wish. Yeah. Or yeah. not? Can but are we, you are you big into energy though? Like is that I'm like nah. I'm all energy. All yeah. energy. And I think that uh, up until this point, like up to this point in my life, that's probably what like kept me alive because I kind of I kind of feel it and I, I know how to navigate after. When did you realize that about yourself? And when did you realize that was important? Uh. And and also. Can you describe what you mean by being big into energy? What does that mean to you? It means, I mean, I'll just tell you exactly what it means. If I'm somewhere and I feel this and I feel a dark energy, I'm just leaving immediately because I either know that that means that somebody in here has ill intentions or that I'm gonna have to like fuck somebody up. So yeah. I just bounce every single time. And then like women, right? This yeah. it helps it helps me a lot with women because like I can always tell who's like a gold digger who has genuine intentions by just energy. I can literally talk to somebody for, or a woman in this case, I could talk to a woman for five or 10 minutes and I will know like pretty much everything I need to know about her. Based on what they're saying or just based on the way it feels? The way, the way it feels and the way that it, it's like sort of all in a gumbo pot, like everything, like yeah. everything. In 10 minutes, I'll know exactly what kind of woman I'm dealing with. And then from then, you'll know if it's just a flip or somebody that you would take on like several dates. To keep more in your life. Did, yeah. But how did you start to develop that? Because I think like a, it's a very obscure thing. I for think a lot that's of people. common, though. I bro. think that it's common in every, absolutely every human being. I think we, I think it, it's based on your, um, like your self obedience and your like sort of sense of not 
letting things distract you and sort of paying attention. So like when I'm locked in on something, I'm just paying attention. A lot of people don't make eye contact when they're talking to people these days. And that's a, that has a lot to do with energy. So they can't see certain things coming. A lot of people are like on their phones all day and looking down, you know what I'm saying? So they might get fucking hit by a car when they're walking across the street. Like me, I pay attention to the details in life. And I think that that prolongs life. At least it does for me. And I also um, educate my children on like the same process. And it's not a superpower. It's just something that I think we all possess that people ignore because they're distracted by bullshit. Too much bullshit. Yeah. It's about trying to be more aware of it. Exactly. Yeah. So how, that's what I'm, I'm curious. So how have you become more aware of it? Like what things in your life were you like? Because at some point I'm assuming- right? You just experienced um, that shit. Well, so we, we all know that like Tupac died, right? He got <clears throat> murdered in Vegas. And so I was 17. And so I wasn't I was bothered by that and hurt by that, but it wasn't so close to home to where I felt like I needed to alter my lifestyle, right? Yeah. But when Nip got when Nip passed away, I was like, fuck, motherfuckers are still killing us. And when I say us, I mean like rappers. So I really need to like, you know, understand that this could happen to me too. And I already knew it could happen to me. I just, I was a little like lackadaisy when it come to like protecting myself in place in positions I put myself in uh, sort of, you know, environments and situations. So after Nip passed, I started falling back even more. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, so it's like you said, it's just sort of trials and error in life, just going around sort of, uh, if you ever seen Slumdog Millionaire, it's kind of like, yeah. you know, you learn as you go from like the various things that taught you. Do any of the, uh, the younger like rappers, younger generation, reach out to you ever looking for guidance um, or anything like that i think that i i think that uh it happens sometimes and then more times not um i like give it to him like uh like before pop smoke died I, I like definitely made sure that like you know he was cool when he came to la i was just always like reaching out and i do that a lot with younger rappers i think that that um especially with all the uh, drugs going around and all the rappers getting murdered and everything just going around in life that everybody needs um, a shoulder and just to notice somebody else in the same, uh, you know, position, like got love for him. Did Pop Smoke like reach back out to you? Oh yeah. Yeah. He was like, you know, thank you. And you know, appreciate it. Damn. It's just crazy how, how often that kind of shit happens, especially with the drug stuff though. Like the overdosing shit, all that stuff. That shit is nuts. I just don't, uh, I, like I've never, I've never done drugs, so I don't even, I can't even dive into the minds of someone that needs it. But I think that um, it might come from, like, or it might stem from people just getting into weak moments and then just sort of yeah. surrendering to, you know, the various drugs that are out there. I kind of go through my weak moments and sort of like, like talk myself or build myself out of it um, when I'm at my low points. And I think that it's harder that way. I think drugs makes it, make it easier to cope with the fucked up shit that you go through in life or else why yeah, would people avoidance. be doing them? Some of us, um, especially me, kind of just get fucked up by the world and then have to fight my way back. And that is more difficult and it's harder, but it's my process. I don't enjoy it all the time, but it makes you stronger at the end of the day. And it doesn't deteriorate your internal organs so that you're, you know, meeting the early demise from like, you know, what would seem like natural causes or something. Had you had there any, ever been any points where you were into drugs or anything like that? Just nah, never. I smoke weed. I drink alcohol. I don't abuse either. Yeah. Um, and I'm never like 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 I can stop doing either at whenever I want and never do never do them again. Like yeah. that's how <clears throat> self and self control I am. I just thought about this when I was in like high school. There was a clip of you. We have a guy, Steve, will do it. Who does this? Man, too. you're in middle school, bro. <laughs> Yo, you say you bully. I love how he you, bullies say, you, wait, you, bro. you say you bully the bullies, Yo, but it seems like you bully the weak, bro. I'm calling cap with everything you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Yo, no, so right, much tell, for you. Tell the story, man. Go ahead. Yo, Go just ahead. saying. You said you bully Watch the bullies, but you bully the weak. You bully the weak. You bully the weak. Anyway, 
There's a clip of you where you go on stage and you take a gray goose bottle and you slam the whole thing. You remember that? Yeah. How many times do you think you did that? Shit. Like, like the in, whole fucking bottle. Slammed, of course and of my on career. stage, bro. Like some Steve will do shit? walking up to him and they're saying, yo, bro, no more. And he slams the whole fucking thing. Hey, yo, you bottle? know what's crazy? Let me, tell you, let me tell you something. You're the first like guy I ever saw do that. I've done that like 50 times in my life. And but look, the last time that? I did it, yeah, the last, yo, it, the last time I did it was on drink. You familiar with Drink Champs? Yeah. Last yeah. time I did it was on Drink Champs, and ever since I did that, ASAP Rocky's been on, and I think Joel Santana's been on, and they asked Nori like, "Well, damn, what was up with Game?" Um, doing the, uh, you know, drinking that whole bottle of Classe Azul, and he keeps saying like he brought his own bottle, um, like I didn't do it or something, or like kind of trying to play. Oh, he said it was fake. No, no, he no, did it, that it, shit. no, he didn't say it was fake, but you I kind of feel like the vodka, he then put the water in. No, I, I brought the bottle in the box with the wrapping on it and unwrapped it on the show. Great goose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like if you got it, like we can all go in, but we gonna need like four of them shits. Dang, what made you want to do that? Just like a flex or like? I think. Oh yeah. Look oh my this. god. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Yo, wait, why, why, why do you want to do it? Just to try it? I didn't fucking want to do it, but you I did, just it. did it. Yeah, damn. How many times you did? Not you that. Do? I don't do that. Yeah, like you want to grow, but you just won't do it. Like a you big, just can't get it. You can't make it happen. Yeah, I know. Game, it's like, bro. bro, I'm a big fan. Not, not anymore. Hey, yeah, not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> it's all it's good. like a salty hater. Fucking you, hater. How do you deal with hate? Uh, I just kind of just don't give a fuck. But you know, hate is the <laughs> hate is the the yeah. darkest the darkest love that you can ever receive. Yeah, oh yeah. Like for someone to hate you, they have to know more about you than a normal person. Yeah, that just just gives you genuine love. You know. Yeah, I mean, would it make any other sense? Like if someone didn't have like a, a decision against you, I mean, they have to be something that they're also like interested in at the same time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I saw on the drink champ shit too. You were upset about the Super Bowl shit. Uh, I, I, I was sort of like, I sort of felt a way about it. I wouldn't say like upset to where like a point of no return. But you but felt I, like you should have been included in that I moment? I definitely should have should have been included. But um, at this point today, like, I mean, you know, it's water under the bridge. I ain't really tripping. I just thought, I, I just know if it was me. I was more upset because I know if it was me, I would have did like what was supposed to be done. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like that was an opportunity where uh, Dre really, you know, had, you know, he could have done what he what was right. What did you feel like was right? What should have been done? I mean, it was it, what was not right was to leave an LA staple out of an LA Super Bowl when an LA team is in the Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I felt like if it's a Detroit Super Bowl, like we wouldn't see LA people on it. They would have Detroit artists. If it was a New York Super Bowl, you would have saw Jay Z and Alicia Keys and you know a bunch of New York artists. But in LA, not saying that they couldn't have brought like Mary J or M or any or Fifty to the Super Bowl. I'm just saying like don't leave out like the people who really pounded the pavement for like LA hip hop. Um, and so that was my only thing. Did Why do you think they left you out though? Huh? Why do you think they left you out? Oh, cause I'm like, I don't know, I'm an asshole sometimes. And like, or like, uh, I'm not a safe artist is what I like to say. Like yeah. everybody up there was sort of like a safe artist. Like 50 is dove in the TV. Of course, you know, like Kendrick is not controversial. He's like, dope and yeah, like sort of in his lane um m is like a veteran mc and like eminem you know what i'm saying um and then snoop is martin stewart's home yeah he is so it's like everywhere. you know what i'm saying like snoop is everywhere and he's iconic and then uh who else and then 50 um i don't think eminem would have did it unless 50 was in was on it so so you think that's why 50 was there 50 was there yeah i, I think that like if if dre didn't bring 50 m probably wouldn't have done it but that speaks on M's loyalty to his people and to 50. I think that I think that was dope. Yeah. It's like I don't walk in a club unless they let everybody that's with me in first. 
Because if I walk in and I go to my section, then they're like, you know, you know, they'll leave people outside. Yeah, so I'll sure. make sure that I stay at the front door to like all my people were. And so I get what Eminem, uh, you know, hypothetically did there. So you, you don't have a good relationship with those guys no more, really? I don't, I mean, I never really had like a relationship with them. It's kind of just like, we're signed to the same label and like, we like, we, we get along for the most part, but I don't like break peanut butter and jelly sandwiches mm -hmm. like in half with these niggas. Right. Damn, no peanut butter and jellies, huh? Yeah. Fuck. That reminds him of nutrition yeah, at school. Like, fuck, man. That's like his number one form. He's like, dude. It's like, <laughs> Puts it in his lunchbox. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 On the contrary, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are fucking crazy. They're pretty crazy, good, bro. Still. They're the fucking hell? crazy. With a little apple. Yeah, a little light toast that motherfucker. Yeah. 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 Oh, you toast the PB&Js? Just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's Warm that bitch that's up. crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like PB&J, though. Because it just... it it. Well, you're just strictly PB? No, for... Yo. These these letters you're using sound like <laughs> yeah. yo. It just sounds like blowjob. No matter how you say P B and J or whatever, <laughs> you yeah, it's and like J. yeah. Just say peanut butter and jelly. We gotta, <laughs> it's yo because P B and J is too close to like B J. Like I like to shorten shit up. Just <laughs> save time. Evidently, his parents do. <laughs> I love the tiny shade, bro. That's my yo, favorite. Hate Come it. on, man. It's easy. It. Don't worry. You okay though? Do you have anything? Any rebuttals over there? Big guy. No, no. Well, Game said hates love, so Game's just showing love to you yeah, in a big dude, brother way. That's love. what it is. That's a fact, man. That's a cover up. That's so funny. <laughs> so, so um, I want to go all the way back to childhood stuff. You grew up in a in Jesus a, in a, Christ. Well, I can't do it. I no, can't let's talk, talk about, about yeah. Let's talk about there. your let's <laughs> talk about <laughs> your PBJ days. So want to talk about the peanut butter and jelly? PB and J days. No, let's talk about his days. Yeah, I want to talk about his childhood. Where's Willie at? Jesus, where's Willie? Why you know Willie? Because you talked about Willie. Wait, which Willie? The one that you fought that was also the other boy. Oh, yeah. I'm I don't know that Willie right yeah, now. Yeah, you could have, because I got a cousin named Willie who was killed like when it, when he was 16. So I didn't oh, know. Oh, sorry he, about that. No, no, no. It's okay. I didn't. Yeah, you, did, you didn't no. do it, did you? <laughs> oh, all right. We wasn't alive sorry, then. Bro. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about the other guy that you fought. Uh, yeah, I don't boy. know where the fuck Willie at. Willie probably watching this like, yo, fucking game up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was yeah. crazy, though. Yeah, now Willie could really fucking fight, man. Fuck with that guy. Don't know where he's at these days, though. So uh, when's Dramatic out? July? Yeah, is the album Middle, second date? week of July, huh? No date yet though. I don't I I, I said like the potential dates, but then these sample clearances be like fucking me up. So like I have to keep pushing it until all the samples are done. Um we got this, I think we got like two more to clear. And so I don't I don't know how long that'll take because some of these people are like hard to find and then some people are like have passed away and you gotta go find like whoever is the executor of the or of the estate. And it's just a lot. How of, does that work then? What if you can't like clear that song. Then you gotta like fucking take that song off the album. Fuck. Any, Does that any sneaky features on there? Uh, I got some features on there, man. I got uh Wayne's on there. Nice. Um, Wayne's always a dope feature. Um, there's I got Big Sean on there. Um, that's one of the doper songs. Hit Boys like executive producing the whole album, so that's dope as fuck. Um, yeah, I got. Isn't Boy Wonder? Uh, I, I went in with Boy Wonder, but I couldn't make anything stick. And we was like, oh, you know, okay. and then I went to uh, Miami with Ye. And so I couldn't really, I didn't really have time to like really dive into what me and Boy Wonder did. But Boy Wonder's like fucking. That guy's the goat, he's eh? nasty. Shout out Boy Wonder. Yeah. That's you dope. from Canada? I'm from Mississauga. No wonder Canada, you're yeah. out Boy Wonder like yeah. that. Well, his yeah. beats are fucking. And you're from Canada. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you got to stand for your people. To. Hell yeah. All right, well, yeah. fuck, I'm, we're pumped for the album. We appreciate you coming through, bro. Hey, love, yeah. man. You're the man, bro. Yeah. Game's fucking, fucking legend, Yeah, because I got to go. We got to get this guy back to summer school. Yeah, yeah he, he got to go all the way. He's to go back to camp. All right, good <laughs> shit. All right, thanks, Game. Good to meet you, yeah. bro. Yeah.